day everyone good day good day welcome back to my podcast this is history today with anik thank you for coming back thank you for tuning in thank you you're welcome thank you you're welcome thank you thank you thank you today's friday and i hope the week is going well i hope monday to thursday went well well enough i hope today friday is going well i hope you're hopeful irrespective and i wish you all the very best now on to the business of today. On this day in 2001, George Walker Bush, the 43rd President of the United States of America, announced the establishment of the Office of the Homeland Security in response to the September 11 attacks on the country. The Department of the Homeland Security is responsible for public security and the office was established to coordinate the efforts of the Homeland Security. The official announcement stated that the mission of the office will be to develop and coordinate the implementation of a comprehensive national strategy to secure the United States from terrorist threats or attacks. Excuse me. The office was headed by Tom Ridge, who was the former governor of Pennsylvania. On his appointment, he assumed the title of assistant to the president for Homeland Security and began his duties as the OHS director on the same day. On this day in 1856, the Second Opium War began with the capture of the Arrow, which was a British ship. Yeah, the name of that ship. Now, the Opium Wars, also referred to as the Anglo-Chinese Wars, were two wars waged between the Qing Dynasty, Qing, dynasty and the western powers in the mid 19th century the first war was triggered by the dynasty's campaign against the british merchants who sold opium in china now at first opium was taken as a harmless medicine but the practice of smoking it increased its demand and led to addiction Excuse me for that. The Chinese emperor, after issuing edicts to make opium illegal, but still watched its sales soar, decided to take drastic measures, which in turn started the war, which unfortunately ended in the favor of the British. Now, during the Second Opium War, which started today, like not today, but then on this day in 1856, the murder of a French missionary inspired support from France and their modern military technology led to easy victory over the King Qing forces. Now that's Q-I-N-G. The wars and the imposed treaties that followed weakened the Qing dynasty and the Chinese imperial government. China was forced to open at least 15 specified ports that handled trade with the European powers and also to hand Hong Kong over to Britain. That is brutal. On this day in 1915, the Battle of Luz, which took place in France during the First World War, ended. Now, this battle started on the 25th of September and it was the biggest British attack of 1915. The French and the British tried to break through the German defenses and for the first time, they used poison gas and mass engagement of the new army units. Now, the new army units were volunteers. Yeah, people who volunteered to fight for the war. There were about 500,000 or so. 
But despite improved methods, more ammunition, and better equipment, the Germans, that's of the British, the Germans' tactical defensive proficiency was still dramatically superior to the British offensive. The poison gas failed to neutralize the defenders, and the artillery bombardment was too short to destroy the barbed wire and the machine gun nests of the Germans. This resulted in a British defeat. Now, the Germans recorded a total of about 26,000 casualties, and the British with their allies a total of 59,247 losses, making it 85,000 losses in all. Now, note that the world, the First World War lasted for over four years, and this was just one of the battles. There were numerous battles, and that's one of the reasons why um, the First World War is regarded as the deadly, as one of the deadliest conflicts in human history, because at the end of it, there were about 40 million casualties. Now, that's serious. On this day in 2004, a beautiful Kenyan woman became the first became the first African woman to win a Nobel Peace Prize for her contribution to sustainable development, democracy, and peace. Now her name was Dr. Wangari Mathai. <laughs> her name was Dr. Wangari Mathai, and she was a social, political, and environmental activist. She founded the Green Belt Movement in 1997, and it was an NGO which was focused on the planting of trees, environmental conservation, and women's rights. She was an elected member of the Kenyan Parliament and a honorary councillor of the World Future Council. She made significant contributions to focusing attention on ecology, development, gender, African cultures, and African religions. She died of complications from ovarian cancer in 2011, 2011 at the age of 71. Now, let me quickly put this in for those who are listening to me. Ovarian cancer is a real thing, and it's hard to know the symptoms in women. And so if you're a woman, please pay very serious attention to your body, especially because these things don't actually have, like, a cause. You just have to have, like, an ovary and... Yeah, it can be caused by, like, different things. <laughs> uh, today is the death anniversary of Franklin Pierce and Clement Attlee. Franklin Pierce was the, 14th, was the 14th president of the United States, serving as president from 1853 to 1857. He was pro-slavery, and he saw the abolitionist movement as a fundamental threat to the nation. His his inability to calm national tensions over slavery hastened the eventual... (laughs) Okay, excuse me. I'm going to take that line again. (laughs) His inability to calm national tensions over slavery hastened the eventual outbreak of the Civil War in 1861. He was a heavy drinker and he died in 1869 of liver cirrhosis. He is generally ranked as one of the worst and least memorable presidents of the United States. 
Clarence Attlee, who died of pneumonia in 1967 at the age of 84, was the British Prime Minister from 1945 to 1951. He came into office months after the Second World War, and his government undertook the nationalization of major public utilities, it established the welfare state, and it created the National Health Service. His government oversaw the independence of Burma and Sri Lanka and the partition of India. Partitioning of India. He inherited a country which was close to bankruptcy, and despite his social reforms, the problems persisted throughout his term in office. Notwithstanding, Atlee is widely regarded as one of the greatest British Prime Ministers as he laid the foundation for much of the modern British state and political environment that we have today. Now, my lad, the last bit of history I have to... It's not history per se, but then for lovers of entertainment, today is the birthday of Matt Damon. He's an actor. Nick Cannon, an actor and a singer and a comedian. And Bruno Mars. Oh, yeah. I'll catch a grenade. <laughs> yes, Matt Damon is 51 today. Nick Cannon is 41 today. And Bruno Mars is 636 today. Now, that's all of the bits of history I have for you today. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, enjoy today. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Definitely. Till then, remain blessed. Thank you. Bye. Ciao. Please don't forget to share. <laughs> Bye.